0: Climbing Henge Podcast. She's angry. What you need to know today about female anger and what you need to do about it, that is the topic of the podcast. Before we get into the podcast, I just want to say that if you're enjoying the podcast, you might enjoy some of the things that we have on our website, climbinghenge.com. So come over and take a look, spelled the exact same way. L I M D I N G H E N G E dot com, and we have a number of resources and services available for people that are interested in really working on their relationship. Whether it's a, a already a happy relationship and you're trying to make it better, or you're in, in trouble and you're in a situation where you need a lot of help to make it better, we've got a lot of resources there. We've got a book by the same name that you might may find helpful. I think if you like the podcast, you'll like the book. So come on over and take a look. Thank you uh, very much for listening to that. Now let's get into the podcast for today. She's angry. What you need to know and what you need to do today. Uh, female anger, as you're going to find out from listening to this podcast, is much more nuanced and complex <laughs> as we would suspect than male anger is. Male anger tends to be very uh, direct, sporadic. Um, female anger is more nuanced we're going to get into that. So we're going to be talking uh, about a number of things. First of all, we're going to talk about what the core sources of anger are. Right? We're going to talk about differences in male and female anger and how they, how they develop and why the reasons are that they develop specific ways. We're then going to talk about uh, specific things in terms of how female anger arises and how it kind of manifests itself within the female and how it can come out in different actions. And then we're going to talk about specific do's and don'ts in terms of how you handle Dealing with the anger of your female partner and actually doing things so that her anger does not arise. That's the whole key here, right? Okay, let's just get into it first. What are the core sources of anger? There's two main things uh, from a top level that cause anger to build up. The first is a violation of a certain person's expectations, Uh, being wrong, for example. Some people have certain social norms. If those social norms are violated, uh, people can have anger that arises because of it, right? Secondly is a blockage of goals, somebody's doing something and they want or expect to have some kind of outcome or reward for it if it's being blocked generally speaking it leads to frustration just think about it you're trying to fix something and something just won't go right and you have a small piece of, of a something you're working on and it won't fit in just right it can be very frustrating right so whenever you have something that causes someone to not achieve a a goal or reward um, it leads to frustration and frustration then typically will lead to anger okay it's it's simply like this as imagine you have a wife or a girlfriend she's asking some asking you to do something on the assumption that you will do it and then you don't what is likely to happen frustration of course. One of the things you should think about is in your relationship. Is there anything or things that over time your partner has asked you to do um, under the assumption that you do it and you just don't? Maybe she's asked you to help out more around the house or maybe she's had another uh, gripe that she's asked you about and you've never really addressed it. Typically what's going to happen is that over time that frustration is going to set in and it's going to work its way through her body and it's going to work her way through her body until it simmers and becomes a slow rage or a slow anger that just builds up. That's how it works with a female. We're going to get into more details about that but that's that's the typical course of action all right another reason that anger uh, arises is a reactive uh, aggression so if there is a threat to somebody and it's in close proximity to them there's no chance to escape for example there's no chance to hide that can lead to a reactive aggression and anger, right? If somebody's cornered, they can get very angry, right? And so those are the different courses of uh, reasons for the basic levels of anger, okay? And in, in females, they can develop in different ways. Um, in females, another specific thing that that is really leads to a lot of anger developing in females is this sense of powerlessness to change things because as we talked about it, if if your wife or girlfriend has asked you things before and asked you to do things or had gripes or complaints and you haven't addressed them, what does it make her feel? Makes her feel powerlessness. And for a woman, um, not being heard or listened to, that leads to their feeling of powerlessness. One of the things we always say is that women just want to be heard many times. Many times they don't want you to fix anything and they don't want you to do anything about what they're talking about. Sometimes they do. So it's key that when she's talking that you acknowledge what she says, you rephrase it back to her, and you make sure that she she understands, you're understanding and acknowledging what she says. And if she has listed out or is saying things that are gripes, you better acknowledge it, you better understand it, and you better do things to work towards um, addressing her issue. All right? Now, next we want to talk about differences in how anger arises in males versus females all right one uh, two key things at play here the research has shown that anger in males depends on the level of anger If it's not too much if it's not rage for example but society tends to reward males for demonstrating elements of anger you can think about a politician running for office and he's a man and he's, he's angry about some injustice, right? Um, people tend to, tend to look upon that guy as he's making changes. He's doing something about it, right? Females on the other hand are looked down upon. Again, this is in general, right? What happens when females in many societies show anger is that they become derided. People will say, she's unhinged, she's crazy, she's a a bitch, right? So there are connotations for females that don't exist for men when it comes to anger, all right? And because of that, what happens is that uh, females will tend to hold things in. They're not as good at expressing their anger. in general as men. Now I say in general because there are some females (laughs) as many of you men know that have really short fuses right Uh, typically again those are females that have experienced some kind of trauma in their life and under a different specific sets of circumstances or they have some some form of mental health issues where they Have a really short fuse. Typically, that is due to um, an overactive amygdala, right? Or an enlarged amygdala that is a result of early life trauma or trauma at some stage in their life. Doesn't always have to be, but that tends to be an association with it, okay? But that's a subset of females. Uh, most females do not have that fuse that goes off like that, all right? Anyways, so uh, most females in general are not good at expressing their their anger and so what happens is they bottle it up inside right and they bottle it up inside and then after a period of months or years you see the end result and the end result is what it's It's like a volcano erupting, isn't it? (laughs) And when a volcano erupts, what do you do? You run for cover. (laughs) Uh, Not not literally, figuratively, but you get the idea. Adding on to some points around this, there is some research that came out of the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and some research um, done a a few years back. And in that research, they found that only 9% of females uh, would express and communicate their grievances to their mate, their husband or boyfriend about specific things. So they would express it maybe one time or twice and if the man didn't do anything they would kind of just let it simmer and they wouldn't talk about it and then after a period of time it would boil over into a rage or into this subtle anger that sits at the bottom of their, their body and their stomach and then it manifests itself in different ways and many times it's in passive aggressive behavior is the outcome of it and that can be coldness, silent treatment, uh, sniping or picking at you, um, it's a slow building resentment that sets in over time and many women will say in that, in that research that they didn't even know if it was anger or if it was a combination of anger and sadness and hurt. All they knew it was sitting, something sitting at the inside of them that had been just building up over years. And that's the story you hear often in relationships, especially in marriages where a woman wants a separation or divorce, where she just has this deep inner turmoil. And this is really how it develops, okay? In that same research, uh, 66% of the females stated that it was their sense of powerlessness where their partner is not acknowledging their desires or wishes. That has led to this slow simmering and boiling anger, okay? That's a lot. And so, um, you really really want to understand that and of course in that, in those in that research one of the things that would come up is that um, their husbands or mates weren't you know, pitching in and doing their fair share around the house and chores and this and that so one thing to make sure that you're doing if you're in a marriage and living with your mate is making sure that you're, you're doing a, your fair share of things around the house to contribute. Um, we don't want men uh, to become soccer moms, so to speak, where you're doing all the chores, but you should be doing your fair share and chipping in because we want to make sure that she's not overstressed. That's a, that's a huge issue for a, a woman being healthy and happy, not having to experience a lot of stress, right? Okay. Now, getting back to that University of Tennessee uh, research, um, the other uh, core factors in dealing with anger are of course expectations not being met. So make sure you understand your partner's expectations. All right? And work to meet them and set good expectations because again, expectations that aren't met, a sense of powerlessness, Um, those lead to frustrations right and frustrations lead to anger and so that's how you want to address it okay now getting into some do's and don'ts Um, do not argue with your partner avoid arguing at all costs I'm going to tell you why uh the free the female brain is more easily stressed out in an argument than a man okay again it takes females longer to build up their anger and when they have their anger it simmers it takes longer for their anger to simmer down got it so at all costs avoid arguing when their brain is more easily stressed out it leads to an overreaction which leads to more neurotransmitters like cortisol being released that makes them feel even worse and so at the end of an argument if it's an argument that's been going on for a while how does it make it make the female feel terrible she feels horrible a man can kind of work themselves up into an argument stage and then work themselves back down much in a much easier fashion than a female. And because females can have this sense of feeling terrible after arguments, you must avoid arguing at all cost. Alright? So what do you want to do? Well it depends on what kind of argument it is, but if it's a woman that's coming at you and she's accusing you of something or she's sniping at you. You simply absorb, do not react in a reactive, negative way. And you can say something like, if it's something that you know you did wrong, just say, I apologize. I'm not going to argue with it. I know I did wrong. And if you want to continue arguing, that's okay, but I don't want to be a part of it. Okay, I'm acknowledging what you're saying. And I want to make things right, but I don't want to argue okay calm easygoing acknowledge her situation and then work to support her feelings meaning you make the changes that will show her that she's being supported okay so again absorb acknowledge build consensus and then support what she's what what she's looking for do not argue all right Another thing, if a woman has built up anger in a slow uh, simmering pot, do not say calm down. If you tell her to calm down after she's built up that anger, it's going to make her angrier, <laughs> right? Think about it. She's been building up this anger for weeks or months, and you tell her to calm down. It's like a violation of who she is. Do not tell her to calm down, okay? Just absorb, acknowledge, show her that you're trying to build a consensus and support her, and then work to diffuse the situation. Walk away calmly if you have to. Tell her you love her, care for her, but you don't want to argue, and you will not, okay? Okay, now let's look at a couple of do's or things you want to do um, long term to make sure that you're significant other is not building up inner inner rage um, and inner, uh, you know, you're not boiling over. Okay, one thing you want to do is kind of just do an audit or assess what you do and what you don't do in your relationship and around your household if you're living with your wife or your girlfriend. Okay, Think about all the things that you might do more of, it could be household chores, be things that support her in specific ways but really address it and think about things that she said to you in the past past weeks past month past year that were kind of gripes about hers um, about you or things that were happening around your in your situation that you did not take action on and write them down okay it could be just two things three things whatever write them down, and then start to make some actions about what those are. If there's specific things that she's saying, even if you think you've addressed them, but she said them over and over and over, I can almost guarantee she has that slow, simmering anger building up about it. And that's what we want to address. And then you want to create action plans around those things so you can better address it and defuse her all right another thing is you probably want to do um, check-ins with her check-ins meaning you know once a month go to her and say hey you know i just want to i just want to know if, you know if there's anything that's bothering you anything that you felt that i haven't listened to you on and if there are i'd really like to know and just try to open her up in a loving way, right? Um, And ask her some questions. If she's asking you why, just say "Just you care, and you wanna make sure you're not doing things that lead her to be becoming frustrated with you in any ways, all right? And ask her every month. Go to her Real, 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 in a nice, caring, loving way, all right? And if there are specific things that she says, again just handle it in a calm way, absorb what she's saying, and then start to take actions and give her updates on what you're doing to address her situation or issue, okay? One of the things that has come out in this female anger research is that many women don't even really understand what they're feeling after it builds up so long and I know I mentioned this earlier, but I really want to emphasize it. It's not even a sense of like, they, they're confused about what it is. Is it anger? Is it, is it sadness? Is it hurt? Is it a combination of those things? And it just sits in the bottom of their stomach, right? And that's many times what you see when a woman comes to a man and wants a separation or divorce. And when they do that, many men resist and fight it right And if the woman has already been feeling powerlessness because you haven't listened and acknowledged her issues over the last what several years of your relationship or marriage you resisting the changes she wants and what she's feeling are gonna do what? only make what she's feeling worse that's right so you always want to acknowledge and support a female's emotional direction that's the first step in repairing things okay all right so let's just kind of review what we talked about here again we talked about what the core sources of anger are and we looked at those and mainly it's a, a violation of expectation a blockage of goals those things lead to frustration a sense of being wrong a sense of powerlessness and for females, that's a huge one, not being heard or listened to. That leads to a slow building anger. We talked about the differences in male and female anger and why that is. Uh, we talked about how females, with that slow building anger, how it emanates. And many times it's coldness, silent treatments, sniping, picking at you, um, resentment, right? We've all heard about situations where a woman just boils over and reacts and accuses you of things that may not even be true. And many situations, it's because the anger has built up to such a degree that it suppresses their ability to be functioning in a, a cognitive manner where they even remember or won't remember their blow-ups, okay? And we talked about that before. And then we've talked about some do's and don'ts about not arguing, how to handle a woman that comes at you trying to start an argument, and we talked about some specific things you want to do as kind of a checklist. Alright? So we hope that you have enjoyed this podcast on female anger. We hope that you've learned some things and what you want to do is put some of these actions into effect um, starting today. Alright? And uh, if you have a chance, Go on over and head over to climbinghenge.com. Take a look around. We'd appreciate that. And thank you once again for listening to the Climbing Henge podcast.